What's up? Welcome to Millie Stocks episode, actually, 44. That's where we're at. We've hit 44 episodes. Um, I guess you could do it like that, right? Um, in, in, in terms of being part of the Slab Stocks Network, uh, my name is Jamil. I am the owner of the Mealy Pops shop in Gainesville, Florida, which is a full-functioning card shop, um, and we are part of a lot of different things. So this week's episode, uh, we're going to talk about the summit. I just got back from it about a week ago. Uh, when did I get back? Earlier this week. It's been kind of a blur for me. Um, but I, I got back recently. There's some thoughts that I have. I went with my lovely bride, uh, Meredith, and also you know we got a chance to really think about some things, talk about some things, thinking about the future of the hobby. Uh, but before I do that, I'd like to share with you a cool video uh, that I um, I just I just launched on our Collectors Con <coughs> Instagram page. Uh, this is a if you watched episode 43, you got to hear me talk a little bit about Collectors Con, uh, what it entailed, um, a very different perspective. And uh, check out this one. Uh, this is kind of a recap video. And uh, tell us what you think in the comments. But here you go. So there you go. There's a uh, there's a little bit of a um, a video recap, uh, kind of bit, uh, what I was working on for a long time, and uh, we are excited about Collectors Con and what it what it has become. So love to uh, answer any questions you guys may have about that. Go back and watch 43 episode uh, 43 to uh, get some more insight on that. We will be having another event December 10th through the 12th. It's all kind of tentative right now, trying to get everything ironed out, but it's. Uh, it's a knock on wood, most likely going to be happening. There's no no problem with that. So we're excited for that. Um, excited for the next event and what to bring in uh, to the Tampa Bay Convention Center. So if you are in Florida or in the Southeast, or you just want to come make a trip out of it, December is very nice weather in Florida compared to other places. So hopefully we can see you uh, at that event. But let's get into today's episode. Um, I think there's there's been a lot of uneasiness in the hobby, and maybe you may maybe. Uh, Maybe you haven't known that. Maybe, maybe maybe you don't really care about some of that stuff, and that's totally fine. I get it. Uh, you just enjoy cards and collecting and buying and flipping and selling and grading. Uh, that's totally fine. I get it. Uh, but for some of you guys and gals out there who uh, like to know more of the details about what's going on from uh, the dealer side, from the industry side, the manufacturer side, the distribution side, I'd like to talk a little bit about that today. And there are, I mean, there obviously is uh, some uh, uncertainty about the future of what we love, the collecting, the collecting world, the hobby as we call it. Uh, as many of you know, um, Fanatics made a massive play. We're looking at uh, Fanatics owning the rights 
uh, to the players' unions and the, the licensing uh, to use in the MLB, NBA, and NFL for all uh, future trading card products uh, at some you know some years in the future, 2023, 24, and 25. There's some some play you know with those years and what happens, but uh, for 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 the basic understanding, um, there's going to be some major changes in how cards um, are, you know, what company is, is behind how how cards get to to consumers. So Fanatics, 22 billion dollar business. Um, well-established, great infrastructure, has a huge distribution network. Make sure you hear that again. Uh, Fanatics has a huge distribution network. Um, is, uh, is, 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 is taking over. And I think for people who have been loyalists to Tops and Panini, specifically those being the MLB, NBA, and NFL licenses, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a shock. You know, what's going to happen? Where are my brand's going to go? Uh, will I get cards? How will I get cards? Will it be easier to get cards? Will it be harder to get cards? Will cards become more expensive? Will they become less expensive? Um, so there are all those questions that have been brought up. Um, I, I think going to the industry summit and talking with um, everybody, right, from the breaker and the shop owner uh, to the uh, big-time breaker and the big-time shop owner and the, the Dave and Adams and the blowouts and the the, the big you know on, online retailers um, to the manufacturers at Panini and Tops and Leaf and um, Upper Deck I don't think was very well represented at it because it wasn't really an Upper Deck conference. Uh, Tops had some representation just being there, but um, again some of these other smaller companies too, Wildcard and um, Onyx Vintage and those kinds of things. Talking with that world, talking with the 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 next realm and the next array of um, people coming up in the industry with technology, with um, you know new products that are you know going to change a lot of things and uh, ways to <coughs> expand the hobby. Uh, getting that perspective and listening a lot to a lot of people, talking to a lot of people, um, you know, really gave me a piece, and I'll, I'll tell you why. I uh, I think that in all of this, right, I I was able to see the passion. And the drive that about I would say 70 to 80 percent of the industry summit had. Now there's always going to be people who complain. There's always going to be people who have been spoon-fed allocations. Uh, there's always going to be shop owners, and there's always going to be people involved in the world that um, don't realize how good they have it and how good they've had it. Uh, that is what it is. That's kind of with every business. So I don't need to worry about that. But the majority of the people I've talked to are not just optimistic. Um, there's no doom and gloom. A lot of them are excited. And let me tell you why I, I feel that the future of the hobby is in, in, in not just good hands, but also the foundation is there for the hobby to grow immensely, uh, to innovate, um, to, 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 to pivot, to change, to innovate, to evolve. I heard those words many times from all aspects. And for some of you out there, you know, the sports card world if you haven't paid attention, has changed drastically in the last three to five years, and the coming changes are going to be even more drastic. I don't want to talk about those details yet because I don't know if everybody understands the formality of it, from fanatics to the to the to the novice person who buys a ninety-nine cents packet at Walmart. I mean, there that gamut is still very uncertain. But um, thinking about it, talking with people, listening to panels, listening to to some of the the, the people who are very influential in the space. Um, one name that comes out to a lot of people is Josh Luber. 
He's uh, he's been appointed kind of the head of the trading card division uh, for Fanatics. And listening to him, hearing him speak, uh, the the passion that he has for cards, um, and I think there's also some stuff there that, and I want to be careful how I say this. I watch someone like him, and I think, man, there's a lot of unique ideas that this guy and and, and that, that his team has, and I, I'm kind of excited for that. You know, I'm I'm thinking more so along the lines of where now will sports cards go. Um, if, if we want to be honest about it, sports cards were pretty much at a lull and a lame asset and not many people really value them except for the really rare stuff from the years of 95 to 2017, 18, right? I mean, how often did you hear about a 10,000 or a hundred thousand dollar card that range? That was like something like very rare, right? High grade PSA 10. You never hear it. And, and I feel like now every dealer, every person, every collector, every auction house has not just 5, 10, 50, 100. I mean, there's people who have so many massive cards now. And it's because of the plays and the way they've been vested in the hobby. But uh, vested, not invested, but vested in the hobby that's created that. And I look forward and I think to myself, Man, what if Fanatics, who has this global reach, who has now created a contra or a deal that gives players ownership, begins to assimilate more uh, uh, of trading cards with general memorabilia, with general player representation? Uh, there's some things at play here, folks, that might bring sports cards to the next level. I mean, there were so many good points made in the industry listening and just thinking about how unique sports cards are and how many different branches or facets we fall into from an industry level. And um, it's it's very, very optimistic. It's very, I don't know the word, but heartwarming, right? There, there's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of opportunity to come. Um, I'm sure people in the comments and people will react maybe to this video and say things like, um, uh, you know, Fanatics is looking doom and gloom. It's all bad. I, I don't know how you can say that because listening to them and watching them, I don't even know if they want to. I mean, people I've heard this said many times, they're going to take over everything, monopolize everything, not give anybody a chance. I don't think they want that in the sense that they know that the authenticity of the hobby has been rooted in people for so long. So they don't really want that. I mean, they want to cultivate it and grow it but they're not looking to reinvent the wheel, so to say, but maybe make a, a nice, more efficient wheel to, to bring about a faster um, representation, um, more product, more people. And this can only be good for, for what we, 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 we know and love, which is the hobby. Um, many of you out there, uh, I know, don't like to share the hobby. Uh, I've met many of you and I've seen it and I get it. I think I understand it because you've been so true to cards for so long. Things have changed, you know, very, very, you know, drastically and differently. But at the same time, don't you want the hobby to grow, you know, from generation to generation? One fear that I always remember we had was that back in the day, we worried. We worried that where would the hobby be in five years? Would it even be relative? Would we even be able to buy cards? Would our kids be able to collect? And now we're more mad because more people are doing it that we, we don't want it to see it grow. So it's just this kind of weird conundrum in, in Catch-22, which I don't think many of us think about very often. But the industry summit from a whole was great. I learned a lot. I met a lot of, a lot of people, put a lot of faces um, to um, 
uh, you know, usernames and screen names and Facebook messengers and texts. Um, I had a good chance to spend some time with um, one of the bigger card shops out in California, uh, Burbank, and I've gotten to know Ryan Varies very well. I uh, got to got to spend some time, you know, talking a little bit of a downtime. I never get this time downtime, but to spend some time with uh, Card Collector Two, Ryan Johnson, with his shop in Ohio. Uh, he's done amazing things. Uh, got to talk uh, with other individuals as well um, that have card shops. Real breaks, getting to see kind of how they've innovated the game in their card shop. Uh, getting to talk to some folks from RBI Crew uh, with, with with Adam and and so forth, and listening at what what's going on with them. Uh, meeting other card shops from New York, people that I haven't really ever gotten a chance to meet. I've only seen his names. Uh, discussing that, Mike Fruitman in Colorado, uh, hearing where he's at as he led some of the conversations. Joe in Atlanta. Uh, I mean, it was just very, very unique for me to see that these card shops weren't worried, but I think that that, that we all kind of had the gears going, right? Thinking, man, in order for us to, to thrive and succeed in the next five years, We've got to continue what we're doing, but we've also got to evolve it into a much more efficient, much more um, uh, friendly, uh, much more uh, communicative, much more social, uh, much more community-driven, uh, much more breaker-centric, much more quick, quick, quick of the flip, right? Moving inventory, uh, much more uh, focused on um, all these elements, grading, um, all these things that are so vital to the card shop and the success of the card shop. So. I am excited, and I think that there's a lot of work to be done. A lot of things can't be answered right now, and I think the one thing we have to do is is kind of, you know, <laughs> I've heard it said before, uh, you can't push an elephant. You just got to get on it and ride it, right? And and it is a massive, massive force beast is what an elephant is, but we get on it, and then we realize, hey, this thing knows what it's doing, right? Uh, and, and the machine that is the hobby and, and the world that is the hobby will continue and it will continue to excel. One one marker of this for you guys that I don't know if you've paid attention to is, you know, look at how shows have grown. We're complaining now that there's too many shows. I, I myself said years ago I would never want to lead a show and be a part of show, and yet Collectors Con, an event now that we were able to hold, have Acuna come to it, Antonio Brown, other voice actors, have 400 vendors, have almost all the graders represented, um, have comics, Pokemon, TCG, influencers, all that stuff happen and be 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 proud of that, right? And to think, man, there's still more room to grow and we just got started with that. So the, the anticipation and the excitement uh, is there. Uh, the hobby is in a great place because of the people. And it's always going to be that way. Um, there's a lot of passionate people in very responsible roles. Uh, there's a lot of um, hungry people in those roles. And I'm excited to see kind of where this next 12 to 18 months take us because you're going to start to see, I think, a little bit more reshaping, a little bit more um, you know, uh, changing of how businesses are run. I think that the push for social media is kind of the last call now for many people. If you're not on the boat and you haven't done anything, now is the time. You know, I heard it said it's irresponsible of you as a shop owner or as a breaker or as a whatever to not be on social media. It's irresponsible of you, and I think that's a great point. I think for my shop uh, and what I've tried to build, you know, as a community, which is Mealy Pops, the team that is Mealy Pops, the the shop, the people, the breaking community, the online, the Mealy Pops madness, everything that we do, right? I think what we've built has been based in that. So I think our shop is, has done some good foundational things. We're not stopping. We're going to continue to grow in that. 
Um, but I think that's just a, such a vital asset to continue to move forward and progress. Um, by the way, please check us out if you haven't on Instagram, on YouTube, on Twitter, on uh, TikTok, on um, uh, whatnot, all the different things that we do. Uh, we have different pl- platforms in selling and moving and talking and, and educating, which I think is huge. Uh, another part of the industry summit that I, that I loved was the idea of pushing forth education uh, and teaching people and educating people in the, in, in the facets of the hobby. I had a good talk with a friend of mine, Sasha, who uh, was at the card show. There was a card show at the front end of the summit, which we actually did really well at. I didn't expect to, to do so well at. We took about 100 wax boxes. We left with three, uh, and then we sold a bunch of other cards and made some deals and met some awesome people out in California and, uh, or in Vegas, but it came from California and around that area. But what I wanted to say was, um, talking with Sasha, I, th- I think one of the things that we, we communicate to each other was, man, the importance for education, uh, the importance to push forth in, in a younger generation education so that people can understand the hobby and learn the hobby the right way. Uh, there are a lot of people wasting money, not understanding grading, not knowing what to do, what to buy, what to sell, how to do it. Um, and I think that there is a, a big role for that. So for those of you who are listening out there who may be a little bit more vested, a little bit more um, authentic, not authentic, but a little bit more seasoned, um, make some make some content for people, right? Teach people the basics. I can give you a list of 18 different things right now. But, but, but I think that that's, that's a place where uh, there's an opportunity for us to grow and to really further the hobby. So I'll leave you with that. Um, I'm excited. The Industry Summit was great. I'm happy to do more content on the Industry Summit in detail. Um, hopefully this was helpful, but it was a great time in Vegas over those three days. Uh, big release on Wednesday this week. That for me is tomorrow. I'm not sure when this episode will air. Maybe it will air episode on Wednesday, but bang, happy Bowman Chrome Day, right? Bowman Chrome HTA coming out and then Bowman Chrome Hobby. The difference between the two, obviously, three autographs, very, very much like a choice product. And here we have the hobby specific thing, like a box of finest or whatever, where you have the two mini boxes. And new to this year for 2021, I don't have it yet because it hasn't come in, but 2021 Bowman Chrome Lite, which will be a very interesting product to see how that works out. So Bowman Chrome Lite will be coming out as well. Um, a lot of other releases, things coming out down the line. I'm excited for it. Uh, really excited to see the progression of football and the hobby. It's very interesting through week two, seeing the card market and also paying attention to the, the, the expectation of basketball in October, which is always a fun time. And then, of course, things like baseball finishing up, hockey coming around the corner, uh, soccer is always being played. But uh, just a lot of things going on in the hobby. I'm excited. Uh, please check us out on all our platforms. The, the, the time is ripe. It's fun to be and see what is going on and how we can buy and sell cards. And uh, appreciate you guys. So until next time.